the Texas Music Spotlight Podcast, supporting artists and musicians from the great state of Texas. And now, here's your host, Julie. Hi, hello, this is Jules the Human here from the Texas Music Spotlight. I'm here with an episode of the Music Now podcast. I haven't done one of these in a while. Uh, the first one we did was with Jeff Palacios a while back. That was one of our first ones, I think episode uh, like three or something like that. But yeah, I'll probably link you to that one so you can check it out. But with the Music Now podcast, we kind of just highlight uh, a person that's doing a whole lot of things here in the San Antonio uh, local music scene, doing a whole lot for uh, San Antonio music and uh, anybody that's in like a whole lot of bands and, and really... Uh, doing some cool stuff. Uh, yeah, that's what we kind of want to do with the, the Music Now podcast. Today, I have a pretty good friend, a person that you've probably seen with Deer Vibes or uh, Michael J. and the Foxes. He's the front man. And uh, you've probably seen him at the old 1011 Avenue B uh, venue spot, now the Ventura. Uh, we have Michael Carillo, uh, Mikey Vibe, how, that that Jesus looking guy from uh, <laughs> Tear Vibes, uh, yeah. Hey Mike, how's it going? Uh, pretty good, pretty good. I'm uh, having a pretty good day, so everything's all right, I guess. <laughs> all right, cool. So uh, basically, let's start off with how I think most people might know you from uh, Dear Vibes as kind of the the front man and uh, kind of the the creator of Dear Vibes. How how long has Dear Vibes been going on? Uh, <laughs> I try not to say the exact length of time, but uh, a long time. A long time. I start. I probably started Dear Vibes. Um, I'll say sometime in two thousand nine, like maybe late two thousand nine, and we had our first show in early two thousand ten. That might be incorrect, but it it sounds better than probably what, <laughs> than the truth. Yeah. Than what might be accurate. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, how did how did that uh, start off? Was that you uh, or how many original members do you do we have in Dear Vibes? Is it just you? Yeah, we have zero, <laughs> zero original members. Uh-huh. Technically, I think if you count like everybody that was in the band before the CD release, uh, at least our first uh, Ventura EP release, Devin was in the band at an early point, and then he got busy, so he kind of like stepped aside for a little mm-hmm. while. And, uh, but yeah, as far as the original members, like, no one is really mm-hmm. around still. Um, I mean, and they're all doing their own things, you know, we all just, yeah, yeah, kind definitely. Of, it's kind of a, you come and go and come back again mm-hmm. whenever you feel like it. So. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and would you say this is kind of your, uh, Dear Vibes is your baby, your, your, your brainchild, I suppose, uh, that you kind of, uh, keep, keep going with and, and kind of started off, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think now more than ever, it's not just a uh, a band necessarily, um, and whether it's more or less, I guess, is really up for interpretation. But um, it, it's a, it's been this ongoing thing that that's really evolved. I mean, I started it when I was really young. Had I had like some sort of business plan, which I mean, really, you know, would would have been the smart way to go about things and the way everybody should, because making music for fun is bullshit. Um, but. Uh, I want to play in a band. <laughs> I, I can picture a young Mikey just, I want to play guitar. I want to play rock guitar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, um, it, it started off as fun. And I mean, it still is, of course, but like, you know, you get to a point where you realize you want to do stuff with your... You ha- that you have something going. I mean, obviously, you had the CD release, you uh, 
had a bunch of stuff going with Dear Vibes. Obviously, there's something there with the music and, and the musicians that you keep bringing in. Uh, me, I mean, I'm pretty cool. I'm, I'm okay, I guess. <laughs> they are getting better and better. <laughs> we have been lucky to work with uh, really talented musicians as of lately. Um, and I'd say probably for like the past three years, we've had a, a, a good solid lineup that has really been the, uh, the next uh, most recent version of Dear Vibes as you've probably seen us lately and stuff. Um, we released our full length, uh, The Nature Of, and um, before that, we had like a re-release of, of the Ventura EP, mm -hmm. um, which is really kind of just supposed to be the start of the, like kind of a, a restart of, of the band. Um, and throughout all of this time, you know, we had been touring and stuff too, mm -hmm. so it wasn't like we weren't ever uh, inactive, but you definitely hear about us more when we do things now than you would have like a couple of years ago and I think that was you know that's been a super frustrating thing to kind of get through um, so if I'm an asshole it's because I've put in my time no. he's paid his dues <laughs> yeah here in the San Antonio local scene and, and where where you toured with with Deer Vibes like around Texas or, or even bigger even greater uh, the first the first um, you know when, when we were really young um, we just did a lot of Texas tours um made a lot of friends, uh, because I felt like, you know, that was kind of a, a good way to start a general uh, regional fan base, because mm -hmm. um, then you have, like, you know, major cities in one place that, like, know who you are, and that, like, kind of helps expand. Uh, plus, Especially uh, since, like, uh, Texas is so big. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's not like, you know, not like we're just going to Austin every weekend. We, we, were, we were doing a lot of South Texas and you know, the, the Fort Worth, the DFW area, mm -hmm. um, and then going out to, like, Louisiana every once in a while. Mm -hmm. um, did you tour in that van that you still have, or did, was that recent? Uh, the, the old van we used to tour in, and that was actually kind of what started the transition, I guess. Um, oh, man, I don't know how, how long it's been in my life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the time frame of everything is very, is very confusing, but... Um, yeah, we had this really old van, and we would tour, like, do, do all the Texas tours and that, and we started to uh, plan for our first, like, going to, like, the mid Midwest kind of tour areas. Mm -hmm. um, and my old van broke down uh, a couple of times on the way to and from Corpus Christi. So right. at that point, it was kind of like, okay, I guess we have to, you know, come up with some sort of plan. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's when I made the worst dis uh, mistake of my life, and... <laughs> bought a 15-passenger van, um, Yay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which I mean, has, no, I mean, it, it's been really cool, especially when the, when the band is active and, and there's all and of when us. There's, yeah, there's 15 of us. Yeah, yeah. when there's 15 of us or, or, or more, you know, there, there's plenty of reason to, uh, to have it, and, and it's definitely been reliable. We, we've gone on multiple tours in this new van, uh, you know, several times to Florida, or like, I guess... I can't remember if it was once or twice to Florida, but I know we've done two pretty solid tours in uh, around the country, so it's been, it's been cool. Now, what what has been, I guess, like a, a memorable moment, I guess, on tour or with Dear Vibes? Uh, we'll get into the whole uh, CD release and stuff, but before that, like uh, whenever it was kind of still growing, still becoming something, uh, I guess, around the Ventura EP area, and touring and stuff. When was a what was a good a good moment that you felt like, yeah, this is this is amazing what we're doing here. You know, having fun or something like that with <laughs> pushing the pushing the van or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, yeah, actually, that did happen several times. We uh, one of the times the van, <laughs> um, the van broke down. I can't remember where we were, but uh, it was it was in the old van still, and it was it was an issue that I kind of knew how to fix because it was happening so frequently. Mm -hmm. um, but it was one of those things where we would like be pouring transmission fluid in, and it was just coming out of the bottom. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so we couldn't like move until we fixed it um but i tried to anyways and we we were like in the parking lot of like a walmart but we needed to get to like the auto zone and it was like right across this pretty big intersection and i was like we can make it okay and uh <laughs> and barely halfway like the van stopped and i mean cars were like uh, like coming from in both directions mm -hmm. um and everybody in the van like jumped out and started pushing it across the highway, and it was, it had to have looked hilarious to like, see this really old, just hippie looking van, like breaking down, and then having like person after person after person jumping out of it, and it was like, like a clown car, yeah, <laughs> it, like getting out and pushing, and then and then we made it across. It was pretty hilarious. I mean, we we've had a lot of good times on I think like being on tour is like when you have fun and I think as we've gotten older the tours have you know become more successful with the way we do them and um, the amount of merch we sell and, and the way we plan them in general um, I mean you know we would always just sleep in the van or find places to stay and uh, on like this last tour we're just old now so we were like well I guess we have enough money to rent a hotel and uh, <laughs> You know, we stayed at like little Motel Six or something, but but also we like bought like a bunch of like alcohol, and it was just kind of like party vibes. Yeah, it was super party <laughs> vibes. Like you know, you would we wouldn't normally do that sort of thing outside of like getting like a couple of cases of Lone Star or something. But we were like, all right, well, let's get some bottles of liquor mm -hmm. and like let's just like relax while we have like the night to like chill, and then we'll drive in the morning or play in the morning, whatever it was. Mm -hmm. um, so so it was pretty interesting. It, it got to a point where we could really just, uh, you know, have fun with, as a band. Um, and have fun on stage making music together. Yeah, I mean, this, you know, I think that's another thing, too. Like, the, the shows have gotten a lot better. We, uh, and I, I guess, again, and that's what I mean by, like, in the past three years, just we got a lot tighter. Um, we've worked with, you know, Yosa and brought in a couple of new people. And everything had just... Um, was going really well for a while, is going really well. Um, so yeah, let's, uh, you brought up Yosa, let's talk about that. How last year in December, I think, is when, uh, 2015 December, uh, Dear Vibes did their, uh, the nature of release for their CD, and for, uh, they did the whole, the whole CD, correct? Uh, yeah. All The whole CD in its entirety with uh, Yosa backing them, and how did that come about, and how was that? I mean, how was it for you? How, uh, I mean, it's your music that, that got brought to life with, with uh, Dear Vibes and Yosa. How, how was that? Uh, it was great. I mean, it was one of the best experiences, you know, we've ever had, I've ever had. I think, um, I think at the end of that show, I wasn't, like, jumping around ecstatic or anything. It was just kind of like, uh, it almost just... I was just very calm and very content and very just like, that is how it should have been all along. And it wasn't like, and I don't mean that like in a, you know, cocky way. I just mean it in like a, you know, what we just did is what I've 
been meaning to do like my entire life and that is like how I felt very I felt very satisfied with it mm -hmm. you know that's how you envision the music when I guess you listen or in, you hear it in your head yeah absolutely um and I guess that's what I mean too as far as um Dear Vibes not just being a band I mean when you work with different band people and I was really hung up you know being young um if I would come up with an idea or something and you're still in the band kind of my mentality um you have a couple of people that you're working with and you want the songs to sound a certain way and then you work on it and maybe you play a couple of shows and they're cool or they're bad or whatever and then somebody quits or somebody moves or somebody does something to where like you kind of have to start all over and rather than now I what, what I wish I would have done is just like keep writing new things like much sooner than I than I did and it was always because I was trying to perfect the ideas of the songs as I wanted them to be um, but you know as far as like shows like no one knew the difference I mean at, at least before we started playing with such big uh, a big ensemble uh, you know like if the if the shows went well no one knew that a trumpet was missing or a trombone mm -hmm. was missing you know um, nobody knew like there was some string section that was missing you know mm -hmm. um, so I should have just like kept writing and uh, or actually recorded much sooner probably um, and kind of just evolved from that point but having uh, working with like the youth orchestra of San Antonio and um, you know really uh, scoring out the, the album the, the whole nature of album it's it's created just like this direction of, of movement like a forwardness where like it doesn't matter uh, who's around necessarily like you know because I was I felt like I was held back a lot with with the amount of members we had um, and it wasn't you know I, a lot of people say you have so many pieces like that must be hell and stuff like that and I mean it, it never really has been the, the more the better the problem is is like when you have a, a four piece uh, of uh, you know a group of close friends or people working together and then one of them bails and you've they're kind of like your core piece, and mm -hmm. that's those are all that have always been the pieces that have messed things up. Not mm -hmm. like the people who do or don't show up, like outside of that kind of you know, mm -hmm. uh, because we're flexible in that way to where, who if you're available then awesome, and if you're not, cool. But like, again, it's always been like the actual core of the band um, that's made or broke Deer Vibes at different times. Um, you know, we we don't sound the way we did a couple of years ago. Um, even playing similar songs or, or you know, stuff like that. Um, so with with the album scored and stuff, it's like I mean, of course I love everybody we're working with now. Uh, we're, well, who who helped you? Uh, did you write it all out by yourself, or how long did the whole scoring process go down before uh, the concert and all that stuff? Well, when we recorded. We, we went to Sonic Ranch in El Paso to record for like eight, nine days maybe. Mm -hmm. um, and it was only, we only had Joseph Eric uh, Montano, who's our viola player, and, um, and a trumpet and a trombone. Actually, both of our, the, the horn pieces came from Dallas because they're like our Dear Vibes Dallas band. Mm -hmm. And like they met us over there to record the, their couple days. Uh, so it was like those three people that made the whole album um, as far as like ensemble instruments mm -hmm. um, and uh, 
but when we were recording, I mean, I had all of the music um, in my head. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we were able to, so after the, the album, after we got all of the uh, data from the recording, um, you know, uh, Darian Thomas, who's in Feminine X and was an alumni of Yosa, and that's mm-hmm. kind of how we met through, through that. Uh, yeah, that's how you got into, uh, I guess, I mean, he, yeah, he does a lot of, whole lot of things and and uh yeah that's how you got into that and and the connection to yosa i suppose um yeah i mean it, it i mean it sounds great i have a lot of fun <laughs> playing yeah. into your vibes now uh which is pretty cool we, i mean you have some stuff uh you have the whole i know you have ventura ep on uh spotify too i, I saw that uh which is pretty cool um where could they find your vibes if they if they wanted to listen to uh dear vibes stuff uh, online uh, I think we're you're on a, yeah Spotify and then uh, the album's on the album's on SoundCloud mm-hmm. and uh, you can also buy it off of the, the DearVibes.com website which is more beneficial to us or just like hit us up and be like yo I want to buy your album and this way we don't have to like ship it to you and crap like that yeah. everybody uh, call uh, <laughs> Mikey Vibe and ask for a Dear Vibes album that's just like a, a a significant piece of, of what you do and what you are, but uh, that's not everything that, that you've done. I mean, you, you have uh, Michael J. and the Foxes, which is, uh, I mean, pretty different from, from Deer Vibes. And, yeah. and, and what, what, is that, what is that about? Is, is that like a, a secret side of you that you just wanted to let out? Um, I <laughs> the think country boy side. <laughs> uh, Michael J. Is, is kind of nothing but um, my angst and bitterness uh kind of like this adult way to express my childish emotions um not that they're necessarily all childish but like you know i I do it in a uh playful or more entertaining way uh and not just like as a presentation wise but like the the songs themselves like they're they're um they're more structured to be straightforward uh lyrically and Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, with Dear Vibes, I would I would probably use some sort of metaphor to say I, I hate you, but like in Michael J, I just say I hate you. Except, uh, <laughs> but you know, not not so. <laughs> but in a fun country way, yeah. with the twang. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, it was like a big. Uh, I mean, and, and not just like with uh, relationships or, or the music scene or San Antonio as a as a place of living. Or, or dying, um, but but even with Dear Vibes, like it, it was kind of my alternative to being like, okay, well, I'm trying to do so much with this and getting frustrated with it and not being able to, um, and just going through a lot at the time was, and it was just kind of like, okay, well, I don't want to, um, I still say instrumental, you know, like I, I don't want to focus on instrumental music as much um, as I do like wanting to just like start getting a more singer-songwriter side to me because um, it's a whole different thought process, whole different kind of a focus on, on the putting the proper like talent to use, I guess, mm-hmm. you know. And you do have a lot of talent. You have a lot of, a lot of things uh, going on and a great musician. I mean, it's, it's pretty you. cool. Thank yeah, you. yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun uh, playing with you and working with you. So, yeah, we're sitting in this place that used to be the 1011 uh if you're in the san antonio 
uh, into San Antonio local music or anything, you've you've been here. Uh, you, if you're in a band, you probably put a sticker on the on the door or something like that, or, or seen a, a crazy show here, or have some memories here. What? Um, how did you start off at the 1011 way back in the day? I think it's eight years ago, I, I suppose, um, or when, whenever you you did join. How did how did that become about? Because I know you were you were really close to the the three guys that owned it, and and how did you get into it? <laughs> I, I don't even know. Um. Well, I was in, like, a terrible band when I was, like, 16, and, uh... You, you played here? Or you played at the 1011? Uh, no, no, it, this place wasn't open yet as, uh, as the 1011 or the Warhol or anything yet, mm -hmm. um, but I started, like, running sound as, as an alternative as I, as I stopped, uh, playing with those bands and stuff, um, at some point, at some point I started running sound at different venues, like, outside of Rock Bottom, and, um... Cafe Revolution. I, I ran sound for like some pretty cool um, bands back then um, that like later on became popular. And I actually had a, a, a venue be prior to uh, working at the 1011 and that time frame. Um, my junior year of high school, um, my grandfather passed away, and we were able to uh, like rent this like little warehouse. And I was not 21 yet. You know, I, I was like 17. Mm -hmm. um, so for that year, um, we just, like, booked this, like, all ages, like, it, it was just, like, a, a space, you know, like, no, like, again, I was young, so, like, obviously, we weren't, like, focusing on, like, alcohol license and stuff mm -hmm. like that, it was, it was just, like, a, a art creative space, um, and so I had that for a year, we booked some really cool bands, uh, my, like, friend at the time was helping me out, and, like, uh, bands, like, by the end of tonight, uh, played there, uh, deer in the headlights, um, and then, like, bands that are still popular now, like Grasshopper Lies Heavy, I think, um, Dance Like Robots played. I don't know if they played there, but they for sure played um, at this other place that I started booking at. But um, anyway, so I had this, like, long history of being involved, I guess, uh, and running sound. And sometimes there was, like, this terrible summer where everything music scene was, like, really bad. And the guy like bad musically or like just bad where things just weren't like, just happening. Yeah, things just weren't happening. Like um, you know, the shows weren't doing as well as they should. I wasn't getting paid as much as I should, which I mean back then wasn't a big deal. I was young. I was doing it for fun. I was doing it because I loved it. I mean, I wanted to be involved um, and equally part of passion and and being able to like make some money. You know, but like it, that the money wasn't a priority to me at that point. Um, but the guy I worked for actually introduced me to uh, the owners of the 1011 before they um, opened it. And I mean, I knew I knew Brandon and Jordan uh, were in Prevail Within and, and uh, Red Reverse before that and stuff. Um, but it was kind of like a, in a way, and, and he would say this too, but like him introducing me as like someone that should run sound for them was kind of like his way of making it up to me that that yeah, summer yeah. was so bad. Um, and, you know, eight years later, I was still working there and kind of, like, managing the 1011 the under, under the owners, you know? Um, so... So, I mean, I guess that that kind of paid off. So, I mean, yeah. maybe you weren't <laughs> getting paid, but you, you had something that you had going for such a long time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it's crazy to think about, like, I mean, literally my... Just my childhood, like, young-driven passion to just be involved like turned into me actually where I am now and like 
and I had only just thought about that recently because because somebody asked me like how I started here and I, and I really started going back the way I, I was just talking about and I was like oh shit like that's pretty that's pretty intense you know mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean it'd be different if like after the 10-11 closed and I like went to work at Chili's or something like and mm-hmm. which I mean that could have been possible if I was courageous enough to get a real job but uh <laughs> but you know like this sort of like alternative universe that I'm living in right now has been insane yeah this is I mean, it's definitely different uh, being a musician uh, at, for, for a job for, uh, as your goal, as a way of making money and stuff. But you're doing, uh, you've done so much besides being a musician. With, with, uh, you said you work in sound and all that stuff. You, you help manage and all that stuff. Uh, so it is definitely uh, a total change if people aren't used to it. Like, you'll, they'll see uh, Mikey Vibe going at, going at it with, with his new venue and stuff and they're like I couldn't do that I don't know I don't know he's crazy <laughs> with your crazy hair and stuff like that he's he's, he's losing his mind but he, he you're doing something it it's it's definitely noticed here in the San Antonio local scene and that's 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 pretty awesome uh what was the the main decision on you trying to take it over taking uh taking the reins for this venue spot making it your own and 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 doing what you want, why, why did you want to do it? I think it was just the most logical thing that if I could grab the opportunity while I saw it available, um, I knew that I would, well, we're still in the transition of mm-hmm. you know getting this place going, but um, there's a lot of potential here. Uh, and of course, you know, what the 1011 was, um, for its eight years was a great thing, um, but everybody knows San Antonio is changing. Mm-hmm. There's there's a lot of different things coming up. Um, more people involved or wanting to be involved. Um, just a growth in the community um, on a small local scale and also on a on a larger, bigger organization scale. Um, and this is kind of smack dab in the middle of all of it. Um, and we have that support from like the local community, from everybody we know and. Uh, and so in that way it was just like if we can do this just right like hopefully you know it'll all pay off and I mean there's there's good and bad of, about thinking as far as um, people like with with money coming into places like San Antonio and uh, taking over kind of in a way you know what I mean where I mean San Antonio I feel has always been like a tourist spot um, at, well as far as we have our tourist things I would say um, the Riverwalk and Alamo and, and ridiculous stuff like that um <laughs> but you know we've had a lot more for a long time and only now is it being noticed so it's mm-hmm. um so for people that have been involved i mean everybody i think everybody's happy about it it's it's an overall like this is for the better of everything um but i feel like underneath the surface is is this uh, concern for everything staying um real and mm-hmm. and um actually community the, the local people that have been working here. Um, yeah, I've heard, I heard this phrase recently. I don't know uh, if I read it or something, but I know how, how Austin has their keep Austin weird or whatever. But apparently keep San Antonio lame is, is a thing. Yeah. I don't know if you heard that. Yeah, I've seen some stickers. <laughs> yeah, um, definitely. <laughs> um, yeah, and I think that's, and that's funny because it was, that was like, at least when I heard it, or when I, when I would first see those things, it was like, in a direct relation to like 
keeping Austin weird or whatever, you know? Um, at least that's how I felt because, you know, there's always, like, the, the Austin versus San Antonio thing, which isn't really a real thing, I feel. I've never actually considered that. It's two different places, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's and that's awesome. But we have the best tacos. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. Like I said, it, there's never really a competition. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think... Yeah. Uh, we're all trying to do the same thing. We all—I mean, music-wise, I think we're all trying to, trying to, as musicians, make make the music that we want and uh, be successful at it. And I think San Antonio and Austin, uh, we're just kind of working towards the same thing, uh, trying to keep the whole uh, music economy going. Especially here in San Antonio, now we have uh, the SA Sound Garden that that just kind of. Uh, came about a couple months ago, uh, San Antonio Music Guild, just to name a few uh, things that are going for musicians here, and now uh, a whole other venue, and uh, I, I'm sure musicians are happy about it, uh, another place to play, another place to, to express themselves, especially on, on, a, on a nice stage and with all this uh, cool art uh, around us that we see. Yeah, if you haven't been, uh, well, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about what... what uh, the Ventura has to offer. So the Ventura, how, how did you come about the name? Uh, what does that mean to you, I suppose? Uh, it Just in a name and, and starting new. Uh, yeah, so I know it was the uh, title of the, the EP for Dear Vibes. Right, mm-hmm. and, that, and that was kind of where I was taking it from directly this time. Uh, when I named the album, uh, I, I lived in a neighborhood called Ventura mm-hmm. um, when, when I was younger. And um, so to me, when I was naming the Dear Vibes EP, I was like, you know, like, it just felt right, kind of very homegrown, literally homegrown, and just like, um, you know, something that, it, to, to me, it felt like a title and the album as something like no one else has, or, or no, and the, like, this is like my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and what a and I couldn't think of a better way to express that besides like something as like naming it after my where I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. And at that point, it was like pretty literal. But like also, you know, and and now it's like not just like literally where I'm coming from or I'm not coming from that album, but I'm coming from all I've done since then. Um, and and so it was this still basically the same sort of thought process behind it is like you know, dear vibes and all I've done since that like EP. Um, growing in the scene and, and where I've come from, um, supportive, being supported, um, and trying to bring the best parts of change, I think, uh, especially like we were talking about with the change of San Antonio and everything like that, this is just like my next level of being like, this is going to be like my staple of what I want to be doing. Um, and so th- things are, of course, going to be changing with the, with the venue uh, compared to what it was. and. Um, and we're growing and always moving forward, but uh, you know, a good way to say like this is where we're coming from. It's real. It's roots. It's uh, com- It's coming from like the passion and the work that we've always put into it, and we're just moving forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's that's really awesome. I mean, you can definitely see that this is something that you put put some hard work into. I mean, uh, that's with any any of your projects, really. You can you can definitely tell that this is. Uh, very organic. This is this is coming from you and your creative uh, mind and, and, and the way uh, that you feel at a certain time or something like that in your music and, and this venue. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I already see... We, 
I mean, we're, we're hanging out here. I don't, I don't know if I mentioned it. We're hanging out in the Ventura. Uh, we got some comfy couches here. We got, we got some nice air blowing, some pretty cool uh, chandeliers and stuff like that. So it's a really nice place. It's going to be, it's going to be really awesome. Uh, you're working towards uh, getting some drinks here and stuff like that, right? Uh, getting some, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we're, Mikey likes the drink. <laughs> I do like the drinks. Um, yeah, you know, um, we're working to get the full liquor license, uh, which is still a ways away. Um, you know, I'm pretty. I'm, I'm trying to be pretty open about everything too, because I, I feel like that's what it, what's all natural about it. I mean, we can make all the smart business decisions we possibly can, um, and of course, there's a way to work with people for obtaining money and stuff like that. But um, um, but we're a ways away from getting the liquor license, but we're trying to get it as as soon as we can. Um, and that kind of just goes with everything. You know, we got in here, we installed the central air condition, because um, to me that was super important. I think everybody that was a part of the 1011 <laughs> knows how important that was. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, upgraded the sound system, and uh, and I'm moving towards a full bar. We have uh, our friend Monica's artwork on the walls right now, in, in a way, uh, literally kind of acting like as a gallery in that sense, because it's, it's like her whole, a whole like collection of hers, um, and all of the artworks for sale, and I'd kind of like to continue that trend, but, um, you know, we're, uh, Monica's, like, really good, so we're, of course, kind of keeping, uh, <laughs> I want to keep these, these guys, uh, or this one guy looking at me while yeah. he's, uh, exercising, I, I really enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, we, we definitely, like, we actually really enjoy it, we, we're really, uh, passionate about, um, supporting local artists and stuff like that, so we felt doing something like that was, like, necessary. <laughs> So what kind of uh, sort of vibe are you going for? What kind of, uh, I guess, idea do you want to uh, get out of people? What kind of, you know, little niche, I guess, you want to you wanna bring uh, with this uh, new Ventura bar that you have? I think that's the hardest part that we've run into so far. Um, people keep kind of asking us, like, what the theme of the bar is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't know. Uh, and I know that's good and bad, mostly bad probably, but, um, <laughs> but you know, we're doing, I mean, it feels like this place has been my home for a long time and now it like literally feels like my home and I don't know, for, for uh, better or worse, like we're kind of just going with things we like as far as the way we're, we're, we're decorating a place. We're obviously making things nicer, you know, we, we eventually are kind of going for that not necessarily like high-end cocktail bar, but we want to have like cocktails like and have our like, you know, own our own menu built out to to the certain kinds of drinks that that we like. You know, we're not, mm-hmm. and that's I think that's kind of why like um, it's hard to like say what sort of thing it is because it's not like we're not saying we're a whiskey bar. I mean, I would I I love whiskey, <laughs> <laughs> um, but like our special thing isn't going to be like whiskey because I also really like because like, then all those stuff is going to be gone because you're yeah. be drinking it <laughs> right yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm drink myself out of business, probably. But um, <laughs> but you know, we're we're really just trying to do it as uh, as it comes. We got a lot of things to do. Like I mean, I, I love jazz music. I think during the week, I would love to kind of be like jazz on the river walk, and I really like old stuff. Like um, I was I was listening to um, uh, Judy Garland, and uh, that sort of like kind of led into like this roaring twenties kind of idea in my head as far as. Um, I just like kept listening to different music uh, the other night, and I was like, "That's cool," but like, I don't necessarily know if we should be like, you know, that's 
like this in particular things like the kind of thing we're going for I think uh, I think as an art space and a create creative space like we I'm not seeing it necessarily as a negative thing we have the option of, of kind of being whatever the hell we want mm-hmm. um, so we're gonna do that have different events you know um, we're, we're on the river walk we want to uh, be a daytime kind of place now too um, you know and of course do brunches looking into like what our options are with working with like food trucks or um, you know down the line what what we're able to do here in one way or the other working with people um, it's definitely uh, very inviting uh, I think with a there's like a, a you just paint it outside it looks really nice you have some couches here uh, the art it's it's really nice the chandeliers is very inviting uh, when you walk in it's it's not saying not saying that uh, it didn't used to be inviting but definitely you feel uh, a more of a homely uh, a vibe coming uh, from this venue just to just to hang out and sort of uh, just chat and I'm definitely going to take you up on some of that brunch because <laughs> I'm going to brunch it up <laughs> it's going to be on Sunday but yeah uh, why don't you talk about the uh, the, the grand opening that's going to be happening uh, the 24th and 25th yeah. I think the, on June uh, and then the pre-party right before that on Thursday uh, this will be coming out that Thursday uh, or today, if if you're listening to it today when it comes out. But yeah, uh, why don't you talk about the pre-party and and the the bands they're gonna be playing in uh, your your official, uh, you know. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Um, the, um, the the pre-party like we're having bands like uh, like it's not really a, a show. Um, we're we're trying to kind of give a sneak peek to people that. Uh, to, to our friends, to our friends and the people that have helped us, but also, um, you know, to, to, to the people that have taken interest already, um, like you, you're invited. Oh, um, cool. You know. Um, I was coming anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, I, we're basically just having a good time. Um, we have, like, the Spiders and uh, DT Ruffkin playing, um, and we're just, you know, kind of having, like, a, a chill little vibe. We got La Botanica as a sponsor. Uh Yesterday that we got that confirmed. So, oh, I love their food. It's great. Yeah, so so we're gonna have some of their food. We're gonna have um, hopefully have like a, a sponsor for some beer, uh, or something like that. So it's mostly just to um, you know have like some get to I hate I I hate to like put it this way, but you know just to have like some free alcohol, some some free food, um, and and I mean you know we'll have a cover at the door and stuff. But it's trying to like give give us a little help to to get to get get the venue rolling, but uh, also just, like, you know, having a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, Friday, Hydra Melody is playing. Uh, they're a great band, you know. They, um, they've been very supportive of the change and uh, what we're doing here. Uh, so we're happy to have them. Future Sailor, uh, Stephanie and Josh Huskin, they're like fam. Um, Last Nighters, uh, Rob plays trombone with your vibe sometimes, or used to. Mm-hmm. Also used to play drums from Michael J uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, Brandon Cunningham yeah Sue and Fox Sue are going to be Fox. playing yeah uh-huh. Sue and Fox is playing um, and then who, uh, I heard or yeah I think I read there were some uh, last minute additions I think uh, that just got added onto the bills uh, for who was for it the 25th. I think yeah for the 25th yeah for the 25th um, well supposedly Lonely Horse is playing uh I'm hoping that's still uh, going on. Um, word on the street is. Word on the street he's playing. And uh, 
our, our friends Jonavan, ex Deer Vibes members. Um, you know, just a, a lot of cool bands. Yeah, uh, yeah, we'll definitely uh, post links and stuff so you, that you can uh, hang out. If you're in the San Antonio area, come to the pre party, have some cool food, uh, get some drinks going. Uh, and on the actual, you know, what is it, the 24th, 25th, you can come out, hang out. Uh, listen to some uh, really good bands and get to know Mikey and hang out um, here at the new Ventura Bar at 1011 Avenue B. So yeah, I've been sitting here with uh, Michael Carrillo, Mikey Vibe, if you know him. Uh, check him out. Find him at all the Deer Vibe stuff, Michael J and the Foxes, Ventura SATX on all the social medias. And you can come visit him he'll uh buy you a beer um no he won't i don't know <laughs> you <laughs> buy he, me beers <laughs> yeah that's how that works you come you come say hi to mikey and he's like oh yeah you want to buy me a beer um so yeah i mean come 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 down to the to the venture it's a pretty cool place and uh check out all his music and all his creative stuff and if you play an instrument i mean i'm sure there's some room <laughs> in uh deer vibes for you uh well, i mean i'm sure he'll have you yeah that'd be cool <laughs> Only if you can read music now. Stand is much higher. Dang, wow. Okay. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I got in at the right spot. Um, yeah, so <laughs> thanks, Mikey, uh, for being on the podcast. It was a whole lot of fun. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, and I'm Jules the Human. Uh, for the Texas Music Spotlight, you can follow us on Facebook, uh, on Twitter, Texas Music Pod, Texas Music P-O-D. We release new content every Thursday and Friday, and we do our live music podcasts on Wednesday. Uh, so yeah, I hope y'all have a good night. Thank you for listening to the Texas Music Spotlight Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and visit our website, texasmusicspotlight.com, to find out how you can be a part of the live recordings. Until next time, please continue to support local artists and music in your hometown. Mm-hmm.